Welcome to the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Now, you've probably seen the asking for a friend phrase, and that phrase usually would be shown after a sarcastic or an embarrassing comment. Well, in this space, for this podcast, there are no embarrassing questions. So you get to ask those candid questions about life and relationships. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in again to Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Today we have here with us Shamar and he is from the beautiful island of Barbados. I'm so happy to have you Shamar. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi everyone, uh, thank you for having me on. It is indeed a pleasure to be on here with you and um, your audience. A bit about myself. So I am a counseling psychologist and from uh, the beautiful island of Barbados. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have my own practice, you know, here in Barbados. Um, Also, I would have spent some time in Trinidad. I went to USC, the University of the Southern Caribbean. All my USC were listening. (laughs) Nice. I went there too. Well, so so yeah. Well, that's great. Yes, my Yushin and family. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even know that. Look at that. (laughs) Yeah, I I went there. I went there. And I also went to um, KFIL campus, which is UE. Uh uh, Afterward, and did my master's. Nice. Uh, yeah. What year did you finish um, USC, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, that's okay. I finished in the summer of 2016, so not too long ago. Oh, okay. So that's probably why I don't know you, um, your face, because I left in 2008, graduated 2009. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. I yeah, guess I just aged why. myself. All right, so let me just move <laughs> right along. <laughs> Awesome. So you know what? Congratulations on having your own practice. That's something to definitely um, recognize, applaud, and you know, give you kudos for because it's not something that is easy to manage. Now, what motivated you to pursue a career in counseling? Uh, what motivated me? That's a great question. So around the time I was maybe what, 14, 15 or so. Uh-huh, nice. Um, I would often have friends come to me and they would tell me their, their issues and so on and they would talk to me and I would always try to see or find a way to, you know, make them feel better or to come up with, you know, something they could do moving right. and, and going on. And... um. For me, I felt like it was something natural. It came natural. I didn't have to think hard uh, to get it done or not. So I, um, I, I decided to go into this area. Also, I, I like to know, or you know, a bit about how people think, what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. A bit. Um, I tend to like watch people a lot. So I might sit down in a mall and people watch a bit just to um, gauge people and their life and, and so on and so forth. So I kind of always had a natural interest in uh, psychology, I guess, and human yeah. behavior. So I decided to uh, play to my strengths and go on and uh, do some studies 
uh, in it. And um, as I studied and I studied, the more I, I had a love for doing it. And um, when it came time for me to specialize, I decided to go into the counseling area because, you know, like I said earlier on, I felt as though it was a strength of mine. So I decided to go in that direction, which was one of the best decisions I've made in my life thus far because it's something that Ooh. I'm happy with. And uh, I don't have to, as I said, think much about it. I'm happy with it. And it's not like a job, so to speak, you know, that I have to be like, oh, I have to get up to go to work again. It's like, oh, I have to get up to go to work. That's great. <laughs> um, nice. Something that I enjoy. So, so yeah. That's really nice to hear. It's really refreshing. And, and I could definitely relate. For me, I just love like walking through airports and just observing people from different cultures and different countries. So I think in addition to us going to USC, um, we have another, um, <laughs> something else in common. Something else that connects people. us. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, watching is great, you know? Yeah, it is. Different cultures and so on that you have no idea about. And you just try to develop, I guess, your own story based on the things that you would have yes. or, you know, analyze as, as you go on in passing, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So one of the things that um, drew me to you and to interviewing you was that you're a male in this field. And oh. sometimes people may think it's a female-dominated field or you would even see ads sometimes seeking out male counselors because it's somewhat of a rare occurrence sometimes but we need you we need the males um to to be a part of the field as well so what has been your experience as a male counselor so far yeah my experience uh what you said there is is quite true um coming into this area to this field i realized myself that there are a lot of um you know female counselors and psychologists alike and you know they they welcome me with open arms and they they said the same thing that you would have said in terms of that the male presence is is needed in this area you know so um it, they were very very welcoming uh to say mm -hmm. the least and um my experience has been has been great because i have uh come into contact with some clients who uh really wanted you know a male rather than a, a, a female, I guess, you know, for a change. And that was, um, that was something that uh, motivated me even more and made me do more in terms of helping people being that, you know, they're asking for more meals to be in this particular area. So uh, even in my internship in, in, in my master's program, and I went in, I was in a secondary school for a year, and uh, my supervisor was so happy that, you know, I was a male and so on to kind of uh, bring that kind of point of view and so on into, into play, into that environment. So, um, so far, my experience with that has been, um, it's been welcoming and I appreciate it. And um, like you, I believe more males, more males should get involved in this area. So it's, it's not a, a female-only profession. Uh, both exactly. sexes uh, can get involved into it. 
And um, yeah, more males should definitely get involved in, in, in this area. Nice. So I'm going to just encourage the males who are listening, if you realize that you have this knack for dealing with people, interacting with people or people watching, you know, this is a field that you can consider and it's something that you will be, you'll be in high demand for. So it's something to be mindful of. Even parents, if you have male children and you notice that they're people, people oriented, they're empathetic and all those things it's one of those fields that you could expose them to because they can't find much fulfillment in this field so putting a plug in there for male psychologists male counselors male you know any any type of helping profession in this way so another thing i was really curious about is um what are some of the challenges you think men are experiencing in life and relationships right now Oh, wow. The challenges that they're experiencing in life and relationships. This is a heavy one here. Um, (laughs) For males and being a male myself, I believe uh, the challenge um, a lot of the times is communication. Being properly uh, communicate. I communicate one's feelings. Let's be specific in that and being able to communicate uh, one's feelings because oh. I don't believe it's the lack of having uh, feelings. I, I believe sometimes there are feelings that we may suppress uh, due mm. to not feeling comfortable with having them. In terms of to the onlooker, it might not be uh, considered to be manly to express yourself in um in certain ways, because for men, certain um, emotions and feelings are acceptable, you know, in terms of, you know, they might allow you to feel angry, happy, you know, but when it comes to like sadness and crying, you know, you tend to hear um, males, other males, older males tell younger males, maybe um, you need to man up you know, so then I think the cycle, you know, goes on like that. So you're small and then you have a a person that is, uh, let's say your father, father figure, somebody that you uh, have an appreciation for. And uh, you you might learn the behaviors that, uh, that they model in terms of doing it this particular way and and that way and the manly way, you know, describing it in, in that way. So, terms of communicating feelings sometimes is hard uh, for them to do and not only in romantic type relationships but maybe friendships as well because to say for a male to tell another male uh, I love you not not his father but like yeah. it, it comes off as mm, I don't know that's that's borderline yeah yeah so it's like even though he may feel that admiration or love for another male to to truly express it now becomes an issue and then with all those suppressed feelings um i think that they they channel the uh emotions and feelings into a, another direction uh where where they might express themselves in um not so appropriate ways and that's a very a very a nuanced conversation 
you know, part of a larger conversation there, but just to... to right, to, with gender and gender roles and gender scripts and all those different things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, that, that to me is one of the major uh, things that they're dealing with in life and in uh, relationships, the ability to communicate and express and express themselves. And why do you think that might be a challenge? Why do you think it might be important for men to be able to communicate their emotions and their feelings and their admiration and their sadness and all those things? Uh, the reason that it, um, it is important because it is part of their identity as well. And yes. And comfortable with their identity, with who they are and really not following the pattern that has been, uh, or the, the ground that has been laid for them, you know, previously by generations gone before in that you have to be this particular way, you have to fit this mold to be, or to be considered uh, a man. Because uh, a lot of the times you'll find that um, their manhood is challenged. So mm-hmm. not trying to, try to uh, circumvent, to get around being challenged, they try to, you know, fit the pre-existing mold that has been uh, laid out for them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's part of their identity, so it will help them to be um, okay with who they are. And um, in terms of living your life and moving forward, that's one of the major things that you have to be okay with, who you are, you know, to further yes. to further develop. Because if you're not okay with who you are and you you're not able to express or explore that, then, you know, you're really, you know, moving forward in life, just living a life that's really not yours or what you would like it to be. So uh, Exactly. You might not grow. In essence, you might, you may not grow. If you're not able to accept who you are right now, accept all aspects of you, all the emotions, then you might not be able to grow or recognize areas of yourself that you can improve on. Exactly. So that... So if- um, goes into you know all aspects of their life so it becomes a challenge and a problem in all you know aspects of their life because you know how uh you know your life is set up that is connected to everything so if you don't deal with this one portion it affects the other side and the other side so yeah so one of the things that i've noticed as well is that when it comes to healthcare, whether it's physical health, mental health, what have you, the average man is not jumping up saying, I can't wait for my next appointment, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, they're not so excited to go to the doctor or to a therapist, a counselor, that kind of thing, but they need the help. You know, all of us need help at some point yes, we do. for something. So, and I, I've had conversations with colleagues about how do we get men to come in? And I'd love to hear from you, what are your thoughts about us being able to motivate men to seek help, to, to access services in a way that, because you know, there's this conversation about, well, we're too feminine in the way that we approach certain things and it's not going to attract men. But what are your thoughts about that? How can we motivate men to seek whether it's mental health or physical health or just accessing a professional just to get a top up. What are your thoughts on, on that? How we could do that? Uh, yeah, this, this is a conversation that really needs to be had. And I'm glad you brought this up. And when you pointed out, you know, too feminine. And, and to me, that's a, that's a problem to begin with. That, mm. you know, 
these things as in being too feminine. So already you can see where the line is drawn. Mm -hmm. As in, okay, this is feminine, this is not. So these general stereotypes that come into play that cause them to stay away from these types of services. And uh, I think um, one of the major reasons for them staying away is the whole concept of needing help, needing assistance. And uh, sometimes for men, having to ask for help be, it is a big problem. It implies wow. failing, not being able to handle it on your own. Because coming up from, you know, being a boy, you're taught to, to be um, dominant, to be able to um, control your situation, to be able to carry certain things. So, you know, in, in terms of um, going back to being able to express yourself and so on. So there are certain things that you can and can't do. So for me to say, well, I need help, um, physical help. Sometimes it, it, it signifies something is wrong with me. I'm not able So then I don't want to acknowledge that something is wrong and that I need help to get it fixed or dealt with, resolved. And it, it, it is the same way similarly for uh, mental health. And uh, I think there's more, even more stigma there with uh, mental health in mm -hmm. terms of something is I'm not mentally tough enough to get this done, to see this, wow. to get beyond this. So the mental toughness now is something that has been taught us. You have to be mentally strong, your will, you have to move forward regardless of, of what, suppress your emotions. You might feel like um, crying or breaking down, but you suppress that and you keep moving forward. Whereas when you, you, you teach or pass that on, that's more so um, giving them the tools to just move forward and break down, really. A formula to, to go on and break down. Whereas if we start teaching our males now, it's okay to seek help. It's okay to seek help. I, I think that's what we need to start doing. Allowing them to feel a bit more comfortable with knowing it is okay to seek help across the board. May it be physically, may it be mentally, it is really okay to seek help. I'm just loving, I'm sorry for cutting you, but I'm just loving your contribution to this conversation because it's, it just helps me also to realize that when you're doing something, so say, for example, we are approaching men, mm -hmm. right? And we're, we're talking about help and that type of thing. We may say help and what they're translating it as or their mindset is like, I'm a failure, this person is coming to me because they probably think I'm a failure and I don't have my stuff together. You know what I mean? So like just getting a sense of where, where, because from my perspective, it's like, okay, I've been trained in this. I understand that everyone needs help at some point, but some men or some people in general may be taught or trained that you should be able to handle your things by yourself. You don't need anyone you shouldn't need anyone to support you or you shouldn't trust anyone and that kind of thing so when you come to them there's this mental block because they're thinking perhaps and these are all theories and assumptions their, their, their thought process is probably in a place of if i access this this is saying to me that i'm a failure yeah or something to that effect that is just so deep to me so how do we 
in trying to teach people that they may need help. How do we do that? Maybe even without using the language help, how do we you know, find maybe creative and innovative ways while we help people to, to work on their view and what's feminine and what's masculine and that type of thing? What are some of the ways that we could probably creatively approach this? Uh, that, that's, a, that's a good, good question. Uh, the ways that we can uh, creatively approach this uh, for me, and as you said, not utilizing maybe um, needing help in a way, uh, mm -hmm. to uh, what I was saying earlier, as in allowing people to, to be okay with themselves. Mm -hmm. ah, to, yes. to, to accept themselves to understand themselves because mm -hmm. when you understand yourself understand yourself and what you require then it might be a, a bit more um likely for them to receive or to be open-minded enough to receive the help because they'll know you know what this is what i need to help me move forward to the next level these are the things these are the tools i need and i'm okay knowing that i need them to move forward because I'm okay being me. Right. I'm okay being me. I have accepted me and I'm okay. And I know that being me requires certain things to happen, certain things to take place for me to grow and be a better version of, of myself. Right. So it, it, it takes for us to, I guess, focus a, a, a little bit more on that, on okay. people becoming more aware of themselves. Mm -hmm. being more mindful and self-aware because the, the more self-aware you become then you realize uh what can be a problem for you specifically this could be a problem for me and if because if you are unaware of yourself you don't know what could be a problem for you <laughs> true if you have a problem you know you have a problem but you don't know what it could possibly be or what could have possibly triggered it for it to be a problem it could be your core value system, what you believe in, as in, this is what I believe in, and somebody challenged it, I got triggered, bam. You know, so you know, you know that now that you're aware of what maybe your value systems are. If you're just moving through life and you're unaware, then you're just going to be doing things a bit um, unconsciously and not knowing what's going on. So it's you have less control then i'm saying so right. becoming more self-aware you have more control over what happens with you exactly so due to that then you know okay i'm more self-aware i know i need help and i need help in this particular area because i realize that for me this has been a problem and i need to rectify that to move to the next level um rather than starting at the point of well you need help uh -huh, yeah um, yeah yeah oh i love that so that while you're talking it just this word just keeps you know playing in my mind relationship 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 yeah which is my you know focused point and i'm just hearing through what you're saying that as we build a relationship with these people because it needs to be intentional it's not something that you just you know, be like, okay, I'm trying to get anyone and hopefully a man will come. No, you actually kind of need to be intentional about targeting men, 
building relationship with men so that you can understand their needs, help them understand themselves. We understand them as well. And that is how we attract them. And it reminds me of when I was doing my um, dissertation. So the research that we did, we worked with men, um, Mm -hmm. African-American men. Well, actually it was, yeah, it was African-American men and men of Caribbean American descent and that type of thing. And what I really admired by the, the, lead researchers is that they were able to get a ton of men and you know people were asking them like how were you able to do this how were you able to get all these black men and what they shared with us is that they because of the connections that they have the the relationships that they have with influential men in certain communities they were able to use them to bring others so it's important for us when we're doing something like this to be really intentional about building the relationship with the men, helping them understand themselves and coming from a place of both of us creating this information together. So having them feel like they're an active part of what's, take, what's taking place, yeah. essentially, versus we're coming the talk down, you know, perspective. So while I'm hearing you talk, it's all these things are just coming back to mind, like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. Um, you know, and if, as you said, if you understand more about yourself, you're more likely to know what I need to, to, to work on. If you're mindful of who you are and your identity, you're more likely to be able to, um, pinpoint the areas of your life that you can improve. Yep. So this is just amazing. Like, I can't wait for this to be released so that people could hear this. (laughs) (laughs) So as we look to rounds up, as we look to wrap up this really important and timely and, you know, all these great things, conversation, what are some of the things that you would like to share with men or with people who are working with men in relationship with men to help us understand, you know, what men are going through, essentially? Is there anything you want to add or suggest that I didn't ask you about? Uh, what would I suggest uh, to men? Um, I would suggest that they uh, become more open-minded about um, getting in touch with themselves. Mm-hmm. Getting in uh, in touch with themselves. I know sometimes it's something um, scary because even even as a man, even though yes, I'm in this profession, I've had to go through these things as well and understanding understanding myself getting a, a, a more a more of an understanding for myself and being okay with it because sometimes it is it is quite scary especially when you go out into the environment and and you see the way how uh, men are viewed because you don't want to come across you don't want to be misunderstood and so you express yourself and if the larger uh, population has this view, uh, you're, you're kind of going to be under scrutiny at some point. So it is a, a very hard thing to do, but it's something that if done, if done, it would improve, it would improve your outlook on so many different things. It would improve the way how you are, how you interact with others. It would just improve your life uh, completely, holistically. So okay. be be open, you know, to to know to getting to know yourself on a on a on a deeper on a deeper level. So 
that's basically what my advice would be to to males out there nice thank you so much for that advice and even as us who work with males and well i say us particularly coming from a female perspective Mm -hmm. us being open to to the differences that they may males may bring um i love that so as we you know wind down i would love for you to share about how people could reach you because you do work in barbados right now so tell us how persons can reach you do you also do online stuff just share with us your contact information and the way that you do okay uh so you guys can reach me on facebook at step-by-step counseling interventions that's on facebook you can also reach me on Instagram by the same name, step-by-step counseling, sorry, step-by-step counseling interventions. Yes, you can reach me on uh, both of those um, apps. You can also reach me via, via sorry, telephone at 238 Five, nine. So you can contact me via messaging, via call. You can tell me your concerns. I am located also in uh, Queen Victoria Road, Bank Hall, St. Michael. So I'm central. So I, nice. uh, you guys can, yes, I'm central. So you guys can reach me. So yeah, you can call me, um, place your concerns in terms of anything any issues you're going through in life that you need to talk about. Uh, there are different services that I have that I do. Um, if you are not sure that maybe therapy, you know, long-term therapy is something that you are interested in, I have this um, session. You come to a one-time uh, counseling session that you can come and you could voice your concerns and I would be able to listen to you and to provide, you know, with your help, because it all is always about the client, because you're the expert on you. I am not. Yes, I'm I love that. Yeah. To help, so a collaborative effort, and I will be able to direct you and give you some suggestions to help you rectify your issues. You know. So, nice, yeah. nice, awesome. And Shamara works with men women couples individuals yes, what yes. have you so do not hesitate to reach out to him if you're in the barbados area if you're just vacationing stop by well oh, not stop by call <laughs> it's probably by appointment only <laughs> call and and contact shamar so shamar thank you so much for being on asking for myself with me it was definitely a pleasure i just feel so enriched and so ready to go. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Okay? Of course. That brings us to the end of another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Hey, thank you for listening. And we would love to hear from you. So on your way out, please leave us a comment. Cheers.